great day thank you for joining in if you're watching the replay thank you also leave your life thank you for joining so today starts the series titled leave 2023 smarter um in november november december i had a series that was titled start 2023 smarter and now that we are in 2023 the conversation continues and so today i have the privilege of hosting um a fantastic and an exceptional thought leader who is you know a business owner i mean who is a visionary and um, i'm going to be bringing him on board shortly right so if you have questions if you have anything to share questions to share as we begin the conversation which is going to last for about 30 35 minutes please do well to, to share the question while the conversation is going on right so today we are talking about how to do business intentionally in 2023 right and um, um, I believe that this is going to be helpful for anyone running a business it's going to be helpful for anyone who intend to you know uh, to stay longer right you don't just want to do business and then you close it you start another one you close it then you start another one you close it right and um, I'm very um, I'm very delighted to have him on board uh, the CEO of Monster Points and then I believe that we're gonna learn one or two things tonight all right so let me bring him on board immediately okay uh, all right thank you for joining thank you everybody for joining thank you so so much for joining with your business friends um on instagram right now okay i already sent an invite uh, I believe it's going to join in now. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you for joining in. Um, if you're watching the replay, for those, I believe, who are going to be watching the replay, just stay glued and then uh, pick the insights and the things that you, you can learn from. All right. Uh, uh, 2023 it's uh, a, a different year a lot of things are happening and skills are required the kind of skills that are required for this year is different from what was required last year uh, this is a decade that we have never known before and it's going to be more about you know who is smarter rather than who um, who has knowledge right is more than that Okay, I already accepted and I already sent an invite. If it's going to come on. Thank you guys for coming in. Good evening, sir. Good evening. I hope everyone can hear me. Yes, I can hear you clearly. All right. Yes. Good evening. And, um, good. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. So, uh, those that are online, kindly confirm if you can hear your clearly because it's possible for you to be clear on both sides and they are hearing an echo so um, whoever is there i think i can see jay's will 
I mean, God, God's will. So kindly confirm if you can hear us clearly before we begin. But from my hand, it's very clear. There are no echo. Okay. All right, then. I can see my hearts there. So thank you, sir, once again for doing this with me today. Um, I do not take it for granted. Uh, so I, I wanted I, the most important reason why I wanted you on board was because I know you are very experienced um, in running businesses and you work with a lot of business owners. You know, um, Monster Point is a space where, you know, businesses, the company is a community of which, I mean, my company, you know, is also part of it. And I know for you to have gotten to that level, you must have had a lot of experience. So, you know, the question I want to ask first is when it comes to doing business intentionally, uh, what would be the insights you would want to share? I, I know you are also a pastor. <laughs> I don't know if you would like that to be thrown out there. Uh, but I, I would really appreciate also, it's, it's not, I mean, it's a no-hold-bad uh, conversation. So if there are scriptural insights, I wouldn't mind if you can, you know, share on uh, why people should do business. And is business basically for, you know, making money only? Are there other things surrounding business? Things like vision. You know, we hear things like have a vision and things like that. So I would like you to start on that note, sir. All right. Um, good evening, everybody. And thank you, Tayo, for having me. Um, well, um, I'll just, because um, we have very limited time to do this. So I'll just like to try and maximize the opportunity that I'm given to just share a few things that I know. Um, so you said um, the topic is doing business intentionally and then you, talk, you focus primarily on doing business for the long term. Yeah, so one of, the, one of the challenges of doing business in Nigeria is that um, because it's quite challenging to do business in Nigeria, it's very difficult for people to think long term mm -hmm. because it's, and it's almost very, it's very difficult because you are dealing with a lot of um, short-term challenges that even doesn't even give you the ability to even think long-term because on a daily basis you are dealing with all kinds of uncertainty extreme duty instability energy cost spiral um, spiral out of control force scarcity um naira i mean the country can come up with surprises every day that you cannot even plan for as a business person so in Nigeria, it's quite challenging to think long-term. Not that it's impossible, but it's very difficult because day by day, you are dealing with things that most other um, businesses across the world um, would not be dealing with those kind of challenges. And um, it becomes imperative to say, okay, how do you now begin to think long-term considering the operating environment in which you live in? And I'll give you... Um, and I'll give you my own story prim primarily. My business is, is quite challenging. I mean, it's a very challenging industry because it's, it's asset heavy. Uh, even though you are providing a service, it's asset heavy. And you can imagine we had a pandemic in, um, in 2020 that particularly killed some of our, our competitors, you know. And um, even till now, we're just gradually getting back to the, to, to the game you know, since 2020. Pre-2020, co-working was a thing. Everybody wanted to, like, they liked the idea, it was trendy, and a lot of, we had a lot of clients. But when the pandemic happened, the culture of the world changed. 
changed. And when cultures change, you can't fight culture change. You know, you die, you, you, know, you can change culture, actually, but it costs a lot of money. You can use media to change culture. But that is another discussion for another. People can be programmed. So via media. So and that's why if you study the world, maybe you want to change the culture. It can take 10 years, but they go to the media streets. Movies, television stations, celebrities, and all. They just use channels that people believe in to begin to change narratives. And over time, the culture will be changed. But I mean, how do a co-working um, player begin to plan to change culture just because he wants to sell? You know, it's an expensive venture. But this culture was changed by call force major, an act of God, if you want to put it that way. You know, there was a pandemic, everybody yeah. understood, and the cultures are, just have to change based on that. So people started getting comfortable working from home. Before, landlords would not take a tenant that works from home. They would be afraid that not be able to pay his next rent. But now, if you work from home, I mean, people that work from home are able to pay. So yeah. fundamentally, it's a, it's a very interesting season. But I will say something. It is important to... I, I'm a long-term person. So that's why, even when we had the pandemic, shutting down was not an option. Even though it was... I'm still recovering from the challenges of the, of, of the pandemic. That, that, that just, just, just to give an idea of how bad it was. You know, we had to... We had, to, we had a lot of losses. We made a lot of... We, we, made to, we were forced to make mistakes because it was an uncertain certain environment. Nobody knew when things were going to change. We, we, we had never experienced it before. And, yeah. and, uh, and we didn't have office to even maybe get... I mean, everybody was trying to grapple with it. You know, and then when you're a small business owner that is yeah. heavy on, 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 on assets, that means you have assets that consume money on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I hope uh, consume money. I mean, other people can cut their costs. They can... The house can be the office. That means... She be happy in house rent now. So your house rent and your office rent has become yeah. one. Before, everybody kind of found ways to do things. But, I mean, I decided to just kind of stay stay in the game and um, think long term, you know, and ask questions, really. That will the human beings work at home forever? Were we really created to work at home? In mm. practice. So you know how are going that really, that even though there's a pandemic and people have adjusted. Are you saying that people will not come out of the house again? That everybody will yeah. stay in the top of the house. <laughs> but to also prove that our protest is wrong means that you have to just stay in the game. Don't die before the maybe before the culture, culture adjusts a bit. You know, before yeah. there's an culture. And so we have to find a way to do other things, think about how other things we could do. And see what other what other ways we could kind of stay afloat, basically, uh, and stay in the business. So, um, and over time, you've been asked those questions: that is this business still a need? Mm. Are there still people that pay for this? Are there still mm. opportunity in the industry? And if the opportunity for how long? That's how you think long term. For instance, the reason why people stay in food business is that food will always be a need, you know. But there's some yeah. industries that. That disruptions and technology render them irrelevant. That's the truth. You know, where you are playing an industry where introduction of technology has rendered what you're offering not no longer a need, and then you have to now rethink the model. So it's a question I keep asking. 
So, for instance, some of, some of the orchestrations that we are looking at Monster Point, for instance, this year, is to be able to um, see the future in the light of where the future is going. Because even when you're thinking long-term, you also have to think long-term in, in the context of the industries that you are going to be providing services to. Meaning that if you're thinking long-term, you're going to be thinking, okay, if I'm going to be operating for the next 20 years, which of the industries am I going to be providing value services to? that also be available in the next 20 years and next 10 years. You know, if I can't find an industry, then I need to pivot. But what I found out is that once you are playing an industry that is providing a need, you don't, you don't become a veteran in an industry by just changing your idea at every point in time. You become a veteran industry by solving the most difficult problem in that industry. Let me give you an example, for instance, industry which is commercial real estate, basically. But it's just that it's an, in co-working, it's just an innovative commercial real estate. That's what we do. Providing office spaces, commercial real estate. The greatest challenge commercial real estate in the world now is occupancy. Okay. High rises everywhere in Koyi, VI, Leki, with no, with no people. The question is, that is the problem of the industry. Can you solve that? Because if you can solve that problem, then that's how you own the industry, basically. Because that's the most difficult problem. The biggest players, people are building commercial offices, but occupancy is low. How do you unlock occupancy challenge? You know, so if you are going to think long-term, you have to say, okay, what's the long-term opportunity that exists in this industry? Occupancy is a challenge. Can you solve the occupancy challenge? If you can solve it, then you're going to stay longer in the game. Because even the big players in the game, I'm going to want to work with you because you found a way to solve occupancy problem. Because that's the biggest problem now in the industry, primarily. So for me, I think that is, it, it, it's, a, it's a mentality. I mean, this mentality requires different tactics and steps. But it's a mentality. And it's tough, you know. Um, doing business in, in Nigeria and Africa, probably, and even dreaming big time, long time in Africa, has a liquidity challenge. Sure. Access to capital huge problem. Even when you have access to it, capital is way higher than any other most of the countries that you're probably going to be competing against, you know. So even if you have business, someone like you know, the access to capital is always a challenge. So how do you solve? How do you how do you even solve the funding challenges of your growth in a way that is sustainable and competitive? You know. So those are the those are the various challenges you have to deal with. But if you, are, if you are resilient and 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 you you try to I mean my faith plays a critical role in our do business. So I mean you said I mean you said if you open me up, I'm a pastor. I have to use faith. You know, I have to believe God for my relationship, strategic connections, you know, how to play, how to ensure how to just get favor. And be able to, and it's not been, despite my faith, it's still been very challenging yeah. to get. So yeah. faith doesn't remove you from facing challenges. It just gives you a way out, a, 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 huh. a path. But I, I, I mentally, I think I work harder than most people mentally in terms of the amount of I have to do mentally, you know. I, I, I think that's why people say I, I may never gain weight because mentally there's a lot of there's a lot of things that I have to 
Yeah, I wanted to quickly cut you in in there. Uh, when you were talking about capital, you know, um, you can't take that out of running a business. So I want us to relate it to maybe someone that is just, um, I mean, that started out maybe two, three years ago, but then income is not consistent. So let me say, for example, uh, let me say someone that is into makeup or fashion industry or someone in, into that service base now, not that they are selling a particular product, you know, and they're not making, I mean, income is not coming in. I mean, just like what you mentioned regarding your own business. So how were you able to pay bills? Because everybody was at home. Nobody was going to pay for any co-working space. Everybody was working remotely. So how were you able to pay bills? How are you able to sort your daily needs? I mean, those are the things that, you know, entrepreneurs are looking at. And that is why they jump from one business right. to the other. Very, very yes. Very, very good question. So, very good question. Um, from from the onset, from the onset, I I I wanted to do business that will attract certain kind of clients because you you must understand that, and I, I I'm, I'm not insulting anybody here. The way the Nigerian business environment is is that the money, the sustainable sustainable cash belongs operates in, is only available to certain kind of businesses for instance the only way i survived pandemic was i had two multinationals as my clients yeah. if i didn't have those two multinationals i will not be here talking about what's happened today we will have gone under but how did i get multinationals i positioned from the one to attract those kind of customers yeah. i i set up a We've to Mosa I say Mosa Point is started in Ogba, and I can tell you the first multinational I had started with that Ogba place. But I made sure that they found that whatever they needed as a multinational was available in Ogba. Mm. I had that mindset, and, and it, 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 it wasn't about money; it was about my mindset from day one. Mm. Because I understood that small businesses are at risk. Today they will come, tomorrow they will not come. Their cash flow is not steady. Most nationals have budget for office. So they have, you can say budget for office here is 100 million. They have 100 million set aside for office space. For instance, a startup is not budgeted for office. So it's as money is coming. If there's money today, you come to you come and borrow a rent office. If money don't come tomorrow, you're not seeing. So and many pandemic pandemic happened. All the small businesses I had ran away. All of them. Mm. And I can't blame them. But if I had built my business model on them. I would have been gone. So from the mm. one, I put, I made up my mind that I need to attract certain kind of clients, and I stretched myself to get them. Mm. When it, when any came to me, whatever requirements they asked me to provide, I made sure I did it just to keep them. So and they are, are different. Sign long term contracts. Their payments are a lot more regular because they have the money. They are not trying to. Yeah. to to pay you is it there's a budget the management already yeah. approved budget for the year so that money yeah is, is yours do you get my point looking for, looking for where to go to so okay. <laughs> you have to position so, to go to every business yeah. must find a way to find the the, the niche that can pay mm. you know find 
you know, I have a long-term vision, but Nigeria is peculiar. If you focus on SMEs, more people that, they, they, I mean, they might come, but they are not sustainable clients. And it's not because they are fault. It's because they are dealing with us as hmm. they, are, they have hmm. liquidity challenges. They have, they say they, they, say they have 500K now. They will not use the 500K to rent office now. They will they need to feed, transport. As long as they are married, they will take off school fees. But when you deal with the multinational, they do, I don't deal with those kind of yeah. decrease things. The company is liquid. They have a budget. They are well-funded. Fine. That's not a pandemic. That's the truth. I had two signed contracts for multinational that did not leave. Every other person that... In fact, most of them, most of them have never returned. Okay, some of them have returned recently. But most of my clients never returned post-pandemic. So even now, I'm still trying to to attract organizations that that demand multinationals, organizations that are liquid. Not because I don't like SMEs, but they cannot be my core market because they are like me too, who are exposed to the risk of this country. Who the only problem with me is that me, I'm I'm a lot more exposed because I'm dealing with critical asset asset heavy infrastructures. Where I have to keep burning cash. I burn cash every blessed day. Whether I like it or not. Once I open the doors of my office, generator is running, internet beams is running, consumables are running, tissue paper, everything is running. But I also need to make up my mind that is there a, I mean, at a point in 2021, people want me to raise funds. I, I told the guys that are preparing the investment document, I said, I can't see a pathway yet sustainable growth of this business i'm doing the business but i'm looking for that pathway where is the future hmm. a position that in the next 15 20 years they will i will still have markets where is the growing market that's where the work is that's where is the growing market you know whatever you're doing where is the growing market study trends where is money moving to hmm. what value can i provide for those industries, you get, and then begin yeah. to position. And one thing I find is that most times people don't, even big corporations don't think like that. There's what they call startup thinking. Startup thinking means that you will see. That's why organizations try to have startup. There's what they call thinking. Try to have startup thinking individuals within a conglomerate, because conglomerates usually deal with an existing market. They find it cost to see new market, and the existing. Market is already feeding them well. Like for instance, now if you are selling cement, you will not be thinking of selling other thing for now because cement market is even you have not maximized the opportunity there. That would is trying to open more cement factory. Yeah. But if there is a but there could be another industry that is brewing, but you will not see it. Not because he's a bad person. He's not even able to meet up with his current demand as a business player. So startup huh. helps you to see where. The future could be see an industry nobody's paying attention to hmm. you get and then awesome. for those industries and then try and build capacity because at the long run you have to be capacity to be relevant for the long run if you don't have capacity wow. you can't survive i, I mean that's what, but you can start small but as you have to build capacity however you are going to do it it's it's, it's quite it's quite it's hard truth but, and it's, I mean, I've tried to be capacity, and I'm telling you, in Nigeria, 
Me, I don't know how to do that God shower. I don't know how to are doing it. But in Nigeria, if you, maybe if you come from a wealthy family, it might be easier. But men, you have to build capacity. That means you have to be able to play with people that have resources to pay at some point in your game. Because that's where your sustainability is going to come from. You know, you have to be able to attract multinationals and they will find you a worthy partner because you have a big capacity. So, and that, of course, the big capacity means that funds, da 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 da, you know, you have to start positioning and looking for financiers. But my own philosophy is that I don't collect money from people without a pathway, without a clear pathway to earnings, meaning that I've seen the market. The market has cash to pay. I can see where they are going. I know, I can see the industry is evolving. I can see that for the next few years, the industry is going to be well relevant in the future. And it's not very difficult. It's just for you to sit down, calm down, and look at the trend of policy or local itself. If government policy is supporting that or supporting this industry, that means the money is going there. The people that are paying there will have liquidity. Uh -huh. You know, there's tech. Is there anything you can offer to tech? You know, and and then just begin to no for now. And then <laughs> I have seen reports that there will be need for I have seen reports twenty nineteen says that there will be need for two hundred and thirty million um, um, digital. There will be a need the two hundred thirty million digital jobs will need to be supported in the year twenty thirty, and that will require. 650 million training opportunities. Hmm. And what that means is that and the market value of that opportunity is $130 billion in Africa. As hmm. I'm talking about Africa. That means okay. that anybody that wants, that means capacity development trainings in digital skill has a lot of opportunity in future. Particularly in Africa because Africa has the youngest age in the world, which is 16 years old. The average in Africa is 16 years old. So that pertains future, that pertains opportunity. And we ask questions, how do you position for this opportunity? You know, train 650 million people. What are you going to use to train them? Are they going to need facilities? Are they going to need infrastructure? Are they going to need internet? Are they going to need um, an LMS? Yeah, you know, because those are in the industries you need to align, but you can't train 60 million people, brick and mortar infrastructure. Hmm. So, I'm just training an idea. Anybody that has capability can go around with it, but that's what IFC report says there's money there, that's what you're saying. Hmm. And Africa wow. build up because the world needs the skill of Africa. The average age in Germany is 45, those economies will certainly decline. There's nothing anybody wants to do about that one. Future of growth in the world is in Africa, but it's our Africans to harvest it. Do we have the policy framework? Do we have the individuals that are dreaming that big? Is anybody dreaming to train 60 and 50 million people already? Do you know what that is? Hmm. So, so, basically, wow. that there lies uh, my own thoughts. There's, I mean, I'm facing, currently, I'm, I'm dealing with some issues that is even, it's just, oh, just telling myself that wow. who said this work to get so it's not like that. And there's a lot, yeah, certain can be ah, 
too much uncertainty. Entrepreneurship in Nigeria is too much uncertainty. So you have to now think, how do you deal with it? Hmm. Wow. But, but you have to also be seeing the future. What gives me the game is what I can see. If I look at the problem I'm facing every day, shut down business and go. Hmm. The only thing wow. awesome. in the game is what I can see. Because I can see something. See. I'm enduring the, the present realities that can be very harsh. Hmm. Very harsh. Like, hmm. you, you, like, doesn't even make sense. But you can yeah. see so What you can see, see we are saying that if I just stay long enough in this game, you know, this industry will finally reward, you know, and reward very well. Yeah, so that, I think that that's that's. Um... Thank you so much. Thank you so much, sir. Um, so I mean, you spoke about um, you know a few things, things like positioning, um, you being able to being visionary, like saying something, and it looks like the the major part there is you have to see beyond. Actually, I wanted to ask. We were talking about that was. So for people that want to run a business, um, then maybe you could relate it to you could relate it to how I mean, your business. Um, is it that you see a need before you start a business, or is it that oh, I'm passionate about this and I want to do this, especially in this country called Nigeria? What do you think? So I mean, telling my own story, I I I, I started business solving my own problem. So let me just say that I started business solving my own problem. So mm -hmm. that's what goes in the first place. So I, that has defined my journey. You know, I mean, I, that, because that is my own story. I don't do passion like that. I don't like co-working eh, like that. Like I love it to get, but. I love solving. I have come to understand the enormous opportunity that lies in solving problems. You will make money solving problems. I'm not talking about vitamin problem. I'm talking about painkillers. <laughs> hey, somebody has, <laughs> hey, you know that vitamin, vitamin is nice to have. Vitamin is like you want to be fresh. Hey, you want to look, hey, eat fresh. What are they going to fresh? Hey. Oh, you have to me ache. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh -huh. Your head is pant. Panadol is, is what you are looking for. You are not looking for vitamin C. Uh -huh. So, what yeah. you, so try to solve, try to solve pain points. Pain point. That's why I say in the real estate industry, the pain point of all commercial players now is occupancy. Whoever cracks occupancy problem in Nigeria, a cash out, cash out. No story. But to solve that headache, that to solve the problem is headache. Mm. I solve my own problem. So sure. That's what I do. I solve my own problem. That's where I am today. The problem I'm trying to solve now, the future I see now, in all fairness, is there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a problem that I see already that I feel that I can position to solve. And, I can, and that problem is global. Yes, so can I take that again? There's a problem I see. There's a problem yes. in my in an industry that I'm positioned to solve, and our problem is global. Okay. So if you can solve, okay. even 
a global company will not be a problem because the what makes the company global is that they solve global problems. Finish. They find a, a problem that can that is not that is not just territorial but transcontinental. Do you get? But is it for maybe? I, I would say maybe. I, I will be very frank. I believe it's my faith that exposed me to see that, see it the way I saw it, and help me position for it. I would say that that's that's where I saw it. I didn't have to do. It's, not, it's just a, it's just a opening of eyes, and you just say, okay, if you can position for the industry, then you can actually have a a, a, a long can play a long game in this industry. And, and and really stay there for some time, but it's still something I'm going to. I mean, something I'm going to work on this year. I started working on it, but that's how the industry is, you know. That's how the yeah. So you just have to. Solve. But it's a problem. When I say it's a problem that's a serious problem. When when, when, I, when I I won't say it's a serious. It's a problem that an industry has that nobody okay. for them the way they would have loved to solve it. Currently, okay. other persons have any money from okay. problem, but they are solving it partially. Hmm. If I solve it holistically, they will come to me and leave those people, hundred percent. The problem, exactly, the problem. The problem I'm telling you is the, 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 the problem exists. The people that are, that are, that are paying for that problem are currently paying certain individuals for that problem because. The, that will have to be solved. So, they, but those individuals are not able to solve that problem in a way that is satisfactory to the person paying, and they are paying a lot of money for it. Wow! So, anybody that comes into that industry and solve that problem the way the people that are paying for the service would love to have it and make their life a lot more meaningful, then you have solved the problem. And then uh, I think that. Um, that's all right. That's all right. That's all. Right. That's all. Right. That's all. That's my advice. You know, you know, solve problems. I didn't start like this. So for me to have done uh, passion, you know, so say I want to do AI. Now AI is not like just problem. Nigeria has health healthcare problem, has education problem, has food problem, has mobility problem, has logistics problem. As infrastructural mm. problem, those are problems. Mm. AI yes, have we never reached that level. We never chop. We we are sick. Literacy level is low. Mm. We don't have mm. infrastructure. We don't have um transmission is still very chaotic. Yes. True. Those are those are clear cut human needs that don't need to even do research, just think through. And then you can solve it. And I think should, you know, should um, think in that line. You know, sometimes Nigeria will go far and say AI. That's why sometimes those industries crash in Nigeria because you are not solving. The majority of people in Nigeria don't need what you are providing. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So while you were talking about that, I'm go we're going to round off now. Um, some of the problems you have mentioned, it looks like some of them you need to work with the government or you need to, I might be wrong, you need to get some, you know, um, say like license.
license. I mean, it's just funny to even get business license now or limited liability license. It can be stressful and things like that. So what is your advice, especially when it comes to you know, solving big problems? There's no way you will not have to work with the, with the government at some point. How do you handle those you know, stressful processes and all of that? They will wrap it up from there. My own, my own advisor is hardcore. There's a level you solve a problem. See, transport problem in Nigeria, you don't need government to solve it. Okay. Agri, go and buy land, start farm. No, 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 I'm saying, no, no, I'm saying go and buy land. You can fund your agricultural idea with. Because what I would say is that government only works with somebody that has shown capacity. That's the problem with government. You, once you don't, except the person is your uncle and just wants to, they want to use you to pipeline money. That means it's just a white elephant project. But a government only works with people that have shown capacity. Because government is big now. They only, if everybody that is doing, everybody that has an idea, is, the government will work with them. That government is wasting their time now. Government wants to work somebody. Dangote now, they will go and meet him. He did refinery. Government, <laughs> that they cough like this. It's because of capacity. Yeah. You get so the point is that that's why I say capacity starts your as I'm like this at a point the, we will government will come to us in certain areas where there's alignment. My industry might not always be interested. I mean, if you become very big, government will pay attention to industry. That's just truth. If if uh, when I become the biggest co working player, for instance, in Nigeria and I, and I have branches everywhere, and I'm they will you know the, <laughs> the way government they, they will notice you now. They see your FRS tax returns. See everything. Ah, they will call you one day now that this industry, we need to regulate it. They <laughs> <laughs> regulate it. They will say, need to regulate it. That's how government is. But you say that you want government attention, you just be, you just be going to the office and submit a proposal. They will not answer you. Except the mm. or your family. And that one is racket. Most times, those are the restaurants. You always make money. But you want yeah. to operate. They want yeah. to bring it to the table. Problem, we will give you all the policy support and, and free. Uh, you won't pay custom duties, you won't pay this one, you won't pay that one. They okay, we enable you. They are not, they, it's not because they like him, it's because they have shown capacity. Yes, yeah. they might have sure. him as an investment vehicle, but the point is that they are inviting him based on what capacity. So, I will advise anyone Nigeria is challenging. Mm -hmm. You know, then go in, but if you're tired, just drop it. See, it's not like you know, me, just that me is what I'm seeing that's keeping me the game. If it's problem, problem will finish. Hmm. But what I can see, and when I can see yes. something, me, I can never give up. If, if I'm not seeing anything, I'll give up. But because yeah. I can see something, I can see opportunities, I'll stay in the game. Despite uncertainties, despite the, the macroeconomic dynamics that is just not making sense again, what is that good boy? You don't scatter everything. You don't know what is coming. <laughs> yes, mm. you know, mm. you're just living by the grace and mercy of God. Like, God, mm. tomorrow, you know, really this people will cook. However, however, we are hoping that maybe whoever gets into government in the next election would be able to come up with policies that are better than what we have now. I'm not really banking on anybody to do anything, so just better than what we have now that will make things a lot more easier. 
and, and things are a lot more predictable, you know. But governments, you can, but that's my own policy. I don't change government for anything. But I'm like this. If I don't need them, I stay in my lane and try and, and try. And I, I tell my friend, whatever you are building, let it be market facing. That if government does not patronize you, you are still in business. Yes. Meaning that let, yeah. your market, let human beings need your products. Mm. So government can come as an add-on, but let if you are, that's I was focused on that from day one. Most of point mm. as market, if most of can also survive with the reality of the market, then we don't have a business. Mm -hmm. Correct. Correct, sir. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so so much. Um, even though during during the talks, the network was going off and on, but. I believe yeah. we're able to pick, yeah, we're able to pick a few things. <laughs> it's part of the issues we are facing here in the country. Network well, is so funny. I will, I will advertise most points. I will let me. I will say this. Somebody has been trying to take an exam for the past six months. She has taken the exam, I think, four times. Okay. She gave the, and she took the exam, and, she, and everything went smoothly. There was no network break. I'm doing this for my house. If I was okay. in the office. Okay. If I was in the office, this, this would be the case. Yeah. So I, I maybe next time, it. I will make sure we use the office so that I can be able to sell Mustard Point. I mean, the lady told me. Wow. I mean, she, wow. yes. So Mustard Point has the infrastructure for you to have seamless wow. IG Live, Facebook Live, whatever it is live you want to do. All right. Just wanted to mention that. Thank you. Yeah. Problem, sir. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you so, so, so much. Um, I'm very grateful. I'll definitely save this so that people can watch this. And, uh, and of course, I extract the audio so I put it on my podcast so that people can also listen to it. Um, thank you so much. I look forward to, uh, I mean, future collaborations and, you know, uh, hopefully you'll be able to learn more from your wealth of experience. <laughs> thank you so much, sir. Very grateful. Uh, I don't know if there are any okay. last words or anything. I'm sure we have said so much already. <laughs> and I can see I, people I, sharing insights. I think what I would, I think what I would like to say is that just stay in the game. It's tough. Just try and stay in the game. Mm -hmm. But if you are sure of what you're doing and you, and you know the market has the opportunity, just try and stay in the game. It's not, I know it's, it's probably this season, very tough for a lot of people. But just stay in the game. I am also trying to stay in the game. People say I'm I'm successful, Baba. I'm still trusting God for everything. No stuff. I still praying like no matter. So <laughs> I got to watch. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. God uh, me today. I mean, a lot of people have shared a few things. Thank you so so much, everybody, for joining and staying with us. Sorry. Have a great evening yeah so we have another session next week thursday i'll be having another fantastic guest and then we'll continue this conversation all right have a great night bye thank you sir